0: Do you ever feel the urge to do something that might not seem logical, or you get an inkling of an unusual idea and you're not really sure where it came from? You notice it and you get kind of excited about it for a moment, but then your rational mind takes over and you think to yourself, well, that's crazy, or I've got to get back to work and focus on the business. Your rational, logical mind serves you well in your leadership role, but sometimes it needs a break so inspired action can kick in. Stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of CEO on the Go. In case you missed the last couple of episodes, they are great interview episodes that are worth listening to. Episode number 114 was a conversation with Ron Price, president of TTI Success Insights. He spoke about executive leadership in the new paradigm, what's changed with a lot of emphasis on collaborative approaches to leadership. He shared some great ideas for you to consider to help you succeed in the new paradigm of work. And then after that, episode number 115, I had a conversation with John Talty, author of The Leadership Secrets of Nick Saban, How Alabama's Coach Became the Greatest Ever. We talked about leadership lessons and observations that translate well from sports to the business world so you can win at your own game. You just never know who I might bring to you, but each guest brings value in their own way. And it's my hope that by listening to episodes that I create, you'll reflect on your own leadership, and more importantly, take some kind of inspired action. So what is inspired action? It's different from motivated action. So I wanted to speak to that for a moment as we get started. Motivated action is typically driven by something external, something outside of yourself, like deadlines or other people's expectations, places you have to go, uh, people you have to see, Inspired action comes from within. It's something in your gut that speaks to you. It's something that you feel. Motivated action feels forced or heavy, sometimes draining. It's like you have to do this. Uh, Performance reviews come to mind. That's a lot of pressure for leaders who have to do that, especially around this time of year. Sometimes it can feel heavy to prep for a board meeting when you've got a deadline coming up. Inspired action, on the other hand, feels easy, light, even energizing like it's something you just want to do more effortless. Now, most of what I do with this podcast actually does come from inspired action. And I hope that you sense that. People often ask me, how do you produce an episode every week? That's so much work. And it is, but most of the time, not all, I feel inspired to do it because it gives me a sense of being able to serve you, which is an important driver for me. And I look forward to getting to know the guests that I bring in and to showcase their expertise or experiences in a way that can create value. Often the idea for an episode hits me. It's just this little inkling of an idea when I'm not even trying to think about it. So, motivated action is more logical. And uh, inspired action is not necessarily logical. In many cases, it's not. (laughs) Motivated action is more predictable. Like, you know, you've got your Monday morning meeting possibly every week, so you know that you're going to have to prepare the night before. Inspired action is less predictable. It just occurs more in the moment, like I said, more spontaneously more difficult to predict. Motivated action typically comes more from the head, whereas inspired action comes from the heart or is more intuition driven. Like, hey, I just think I need to walk the dog around the block right now. I don't know why, but I've just got to get out of the house or get out of my office and um, get some fresh air. I think it's important to take more inspired action because it typically aligns more with who you are and what you really want. And before you start thinking, yeah, right, well, I also, I've got to make money. We've got to be profitable. We've got to meet our numbers. And that takes hard work. Be careful about what you believe, because what you believe is what will guide your behavior. And what if you could get even better results by tapping more into your intuition or your feelings or emotions? After all, as a leader, you're a whole human being with so much capacity and potential. Why not use more of it? If you limit yourself to logic all the time, your intellectual mind, you miss opportunities that can take you down an easier path, possibly, or a more exciting path. Maybe there's someone in your network that you know as an acquaintance, but you'd like to get to know better, or you see someone speak and you thought, wow, that was an amazing talk. I'd like to learn more. But, oh, they probably won't have time or I couldn't speak with them. Uh, you know, follow that instinct. If, if you're saying, I'd like to learn more, figure out how you can do that. Maybe there's a way to connect. You just don't know what will happen, but you've got to take initial action. So that kind of inspired action can create great things that you may not even be able to anticipate. It's not some kind of forced planned event to make things happen. Have you ever gone to, say, a charity event and you think you're just going to the event to learn more about the cause, but you end up giving because you're so moved by the message or the stories that are shared? That is inspired action or inspired giving, something that any nonprofit should be attuned to. Maybe you've been so impressed with one of your employees and how hard they've been working and the impact that they've been making, and you you just want to let them know. You drop them a, a note or you send a surprise little gift or acknowledgement. That's inspired action. You don't feel like you have to do it. You want to do it to acknowledge their work. I love taking inspired action when I know that two people need to meet. Uh, it could be some business opportunity they're in the same field, or there should be some synergy, even though I don't know what it looks like. I trust that they can figure it out. And I really appreciate that when others are inspired to introduce me to people in their network as well. I call that inspired action. So for those of you who are still listening and the topic may seem a little too soft or fluffy or idealistic, I encourage you to stay with me. I'll offer some practical ways that you can bring out more inspired action. And it looks different for everyone. It could look like, um, that, you know, that you're, like you're thinking about a person that you haven't thought about in a while and you just make a call. I did that a few months ago and it turned out to be a friend that I called on her birthday, but I didn't know it was her birthday but I just had an instinct to just call her in the moment. So that was a great surprise for both of us. Um, To another person, you might be energized by creating a new spreadsheet and, and putting some new data together. So it doesn't matter what the idea is, the key is acting on it. So to create some kind of inspired action, I think you've got to do some things to make it more likely to happen. One, pay closer attention. Tune in to what you're observing. Sometimes just becoming more aware of what's right in front of you is so powerful. You might be missing it because you're so focused on what you think you should be doing instead. Uh, Two, turn off the noise so you can hear yourself better. And I suggest doing this from the start of your day to resist picking up your phone or turning on the TV or whatever you might do. Remember, you're responsible for what you let in your mind. So take control from the beginning and then three, create the conditions that help you become inspired. I know that some people might argue that you shouldn't be dependent on your conditions. And I agree uh, to a large extent with that. But I also think it's a good idea to do what you can to be in a space or an environment that makes you feel good. And Claire Kumar talked about that on an episode called Create Your Own Happy Space. uh, That was really so wonderful. My point is you can't say, okay, now I'm going to take this inspired action. It typically just happens. So... Here are 10 quick tips to make sure that you take action more easily when that idea strikes you, when that instinct hits, or that intuition kicks in. And I'm not talking about strategic action here or strategic execution. That's a whole other topic, probably fodder for another podcast, I'm just talking about how you can get those little inklings to get some legs and turn into ideas that can take you down a path to something that's more rewarding or fulfilling in your life or your work. Number one, when that hits, identify the first step. Remember, you don't have to have everything figured out. You just need to take a step to get something in motion. So when an idea hits, think, what is the first step? You don't have to have the whole picture figured out. Number two, take fast action, do something in the moment, right there, like set up a meeting or make a call, don't overthink it or overanalyze it, just do something in response to whatever that idea is that comes to you. Number three, tell someone else, talk it out. I love doing that. When I get a a strange idea, I'll talk to someone and and say, hey, I've just got an idea. I want to run it by you, see what you think. It really helps that idea come to life when you can process out loud with someone else that you trust. Number four, see yourself doing it. Picture it first. You know, sometimes you might get an idea that really sounds so out of the blue and like, where did this idea even come from? Visualize yourself succeeding in taking that action, especially if it's something that's a little unusual for you, it can really be exciting. Like I remember when I, I first learned about boxing and, and striking classes, and I thought, I don't know if I can do that. And then I started watching uh, some videos and talking to people and it helped me to be able to see that that's a possibility for me. Um, it might be visualizing a new service. You might have an idea in your head that says, you know, we need to offer this service that we haven't even considered for our clients. And before you immediately shut it down and say, well, that might be distracting, or that's not going to be profitable, let that idea get some life in it. Take that first step, like I said. Number five, reward yourself. Give yourself some kind of reward for doing it. If you if you have a crazy idea and you act on it, celebrate it somehow. Number six, consider yourself an inspired action taker. And this might be an identity shift away from a you know, strategic action taker, as many leaders are. Surround yourself with others who are inspired. It's great to be in their energy because it will rub off on you. It's one of the best things that I've done to bring more of that out in me. I'm a lot more willing to to pay attention to my instincts when I see others that are doing that and how well it works out for them and the uh, the energy that it's bringing. Number seven, make it fun. I wonder what will happen. Make a game out of it. If I take this action, if I have this idea trust that it will lead to something good. Okay, is my optimism showing? I truly believe that you can make it fun. Number eight, use your calendar. So I talk about that in some other episodes, the calendar is, a, you know, perhaps one of the most underutilized tools that you can have. If you've got an idea, put some time on your calendar to, to think about it or do what you need to do to make it more tangible and real. Number nine, think learning. You don't have to have an idea that, you know, that's right out of the gate. There's no right or wrong. There's only learning, right? Or iterating. So just think of, of learning as opposed to trying to have a right idea. Finally, number 10, keep it simple, break it down into easy steps. Ask yourself, you know, what's an easy, simple action that I can take? You don't have to conquer the whole mountain. Okay. A little bonus tip here. If you're not taking action, figure out why. And this is the case with so many people that I know, get to the real cause, it could simply be a belief that's in your way. Like I've got to get it right, or it's got to be perfect. Or I'm concerned about what might happen, my reputation or clients might leave me if I raise my prices, just had some great conversation with clients who want to raise their prices, you know, and and that's exciting. That could be inspired action if you just do it. But then there are Their intellectual mind kicks in and they come up with all the reasons why that could be problematic. So um, anyway, that's just a a very recent example. Some people might think, well, I don't want to add anything else to my plate right now. I'm already overwhelmed. And if that's how it feels, then that's not truly inspired. Inspired action, like I said, is easy as planting a seed. It doesn't mean uh, having the feeling of taking on a whole new project. Here's a tip on how to dig deeper on that belief, when you feel resistance, it's an exercise that I just went through as part of another program that I'm involved in. And I've shared it with a few clients, write down whatever the belief or the beliefs are that might be holding you back and ask, where does this belief come from? Does it come from you, yourself? So it's an idea that you created. Does this belief come from your parents, maybe something that's been conditioned (laughs) in your family or among close friends, you know, people that are uh, in your close circle? Is this a belief that comes from the culture or society? So to identify where the belief comes from helps you address it and to begin shifting the belief or replacing it with another belief that could be true for you that gives you more power. And I know that sometimes you'll also feel regret because you don't follow that idea or that nudge Or that prompt or that voice or energy, whatever you want to call it. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you say, Gosh, I wish that I had spoken up about that idea that I thought would help us so much, but I just never said anything? So, over the next couple of weeks, your assignment is to capture some of those ideas that can lead to inspired action for you. Catch yourself when you're doing something because you have to, as opposed to want to. I believe you gain faster momentum when you take more inspired action. And my belief comes from my own experience. You get to choose your own belief about it. I'm just encouraging you to give it a try. So thanks for listening and for being my inspiration to take the action I do to create this podcast for you. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week taking more inspired action and doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.